I sure will. Good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Oh, man, got a radio show. Man, got a radio show and a whole lot more, too, man. God is good to me. I have no other explanation. I have no other explanation of my existence and where I stand in this thing called life, except if it was not for the goodness of God Almighty, if it was not for his grace and his mercy, there's no way I could exist the way that I do. I would not be who I am or where I am. I am who I am and where I am simply because God is who he is. If it was not for God, I would have no testimony for you because I would have failed every single test. Plain, pure, and simple. I can sit here today and tell you flat out that it is purely because of God's grace and mercy that I exist today because of his favor. See, now, he he shows us favor in life because of a, a combination of things I've discovered. And this is not the whole answer to life. Um, I can assure you it's not. But this is a combination that I've grown to understand better and better. And I wish I had gotten it earlier in my life. But here it is. If you take faith and you combine it with an incredible work ethic, then God has the greatest opportunities to show you favor. That's the best way I can explain success to you from my standpoint. 
It is the combination of faith and work that produces the most opportunities for God to show you favor. See, a lot of times we want God to bless us, but we ain't doing nothing for him to bless. So now we sideways in the equation a little bit. But see, if you had the faith in God that God can do anything but fail, that God will get you through, that God will see you through, that the God is the God you serve is the greatest giver of all good things. If you kept that faith intact through it all and you produced an incredible work ethic, that allows the most opportunities for God to show you favor. See, w- without that, what you want God to do? See, you can have faith and be sitting at the house watching TV, there's nothing being produced, no opportunities for God to show you favor. And you got to do some things, man, that you are uncomfortable doing or don't feel like doing or something that don't have the right payoff right in front of your face with the faith that it'll pay off later on. See, too many people are working for the right now reward. And the right now reward is not how it works. Sometimes the reward is coming later on up the road. But the only way you can know that is if you got to you got to apply the faith. And see, the reason you don't know that, that it's coming like that, or you have to have faith to believe that it's coming, because faith is the belief in things that you cannot see. That's what faith is. You know, you standing at, yo, let me give you an example. You standing at the crosswalk with, with a walk sign on it and the, and the sign flashing on the corner, don't walk. Then the, the signs say, walk. What do you think your chances of making it across that street is? Well, pretty good. Because guess what? The signs say walk. You can see the other side. There's other people in the crosswalk walking. So guess what? You strike out blindly. It don't take a lot of faith to get across that street. That's 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 not what I'm talking to you about. I'm talking about the faith, the belief in things that you cannot see. The faith that what I'm doing today, I believe in my heart of heart that God wouldn't bring me this far to leave me, that God is a true and living God, that he keeps his promises, that later on, these things that I'm working towards right now going to pay off later on. See, too many people want the reward right now. See, that's not the exhibition of faith. If it's the right thing to do, if it's, if it's a good thing to do, if it's a just thing to do, see, if it's sin in it, it ain't God. You can just clear it on up right there. You can stop all the wondering if that's his voice talking to you, if it's the right thing to do. If it's sin in it, it's not God talking to you. Kill it. You, you, you can shut it down. You ain't got to wonder about it. Go down there and seek revenge. That ain't God. Go tell him off when you see him. That ain't God. Anything that's got sin in it is not God's voice telling you to do it. So you can, you can kill that conversation today. That's how you know. But if you align yourself up, man, and you and what you're doing is just and right and correct and pleasing in the sight of God, it'll pay off for you later on. And see, uh, here's, 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 here's the best way I can tell it to you. Here's another one. When you're going somewhere, when you're, when you're on the road to going somewhere, and you know the somewhere that you're trying to get to, 
let's say you've set a goal or a vision for yourself. You know where you want to get to. You got a got a good idea. And you own your way to going there. Listen to me. When it gets hard, and it is going to get hard, when it gets difficult, and it is going to get difficult, when it becomes challenging, and it is going to become challenging, when it becomes all three of those things, when it don't look like it's going to happen, don't stop and complain so much. But see, I know he done blessed me, but in the middle of it, man, I, I felt a little heavy. And you got to be careful when it get hard for you because you'll find yourself complaining. And when you complain and see, what you can't do is you can't complain so much that you forget that the place that you're trying to go to, you actually on your way there still. See, don't get caught up in the complaining and then lose sight of your blessing that's actually happening to you. What? Really, man, of, of all the times to register a complaint to God, to sit up and go, hey, man, I, 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 didn't, I wanted to ease back into this thing. Ease back in. Man, you in. It's, it's a tornado whirling around you. You ain't got time to ease back in. You got to go on and jump back in it. It is what it is. To whom much is given, much is required. Always appreciate the blessings. Don't get so caught up in the complaints that you lose sight of the blessings, man. God got a lot for you in your life, man. But you got to have them two things, y'all. You got to take that faith and you got to apply a, a, a crazy work ethic to it. And that creates the most opportunities for God to show you favor. And when God starts showing you favor, man, all them seeds you planted, all of that, all of that wheat you've been sowing, all of that hard work you've been put in, God will pay it off. And he'll pay it off in ways that you don't even see coming. Okay? Cool. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your undivided attention, please? This is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Left my home in Georgia. Come on, boy. Headed for the Frisco Bay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, you supposed to finish that. Come on now. You can't just stop Seem right Seem like nothing gonna come out. Well, <laughs> sitting on the dock of the bay. Watching the tide roll away. Yeah. Ooh, Lord, sitting on the dock of the bay, wasting time. Love it. Okay, that's all I want to share. <whistles> okay. I knew the whistle was coming. I knew he couldn't avoid that part. <laughs> 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 I mean, he paused. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love yeah, that. His breath. There's <laughs> <laughs> some kids right now. Don't know what that is right there. Mm-mm. Do you know what that is, Junior? Andy Griffith Show. Okay, yeah. okay. Boy, if you didn't know that, I was gonna slap you, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. Shirley Strawberry. Hey, good morning, Steve. You're in a good mood today. And the color for real. Good morning. I like that. Good morning, Steve. What's up, crew? And then there was Junior, oh, Junior boy for me. Morning, everybody. (laughs) And the fool nephew, Tommy. Bing, bing, bing. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Yes, yeah. sir. Yeah. How you feel, Steve? So, Sounds like One good. of a kind. Feel good. 
Love of fairy. It's the kind of love that you read about in fairy tales. Look at Cat, Cat in there bouncing. Oh, that was a jam, man. Oh, wow. That was in my playlist. Boy, you you just, know what you got uh, me thinking, man? What? Woo! Freedom Friday, boy. That used to be back in Man, let me tell you something. <laughs> Freedom Friday, in case you all don't know, was on Fridays, I used to just sit in the booth. Sometimes we call Freedom Friday loose in the booth. Steve in there by himself. I would give the crew off. Mm-hmm. And on Fridays, I would just sit in the booth and play whatever I wanted to play and say whatever I wanted to say. And it was called Freedom Fridays. Or, battle, or, or battles. We had battles. Or the crew would battle. We would play a song and then the mm-hmm. other would try to top it. And mm-hmm. Sometimes it would be the ladies mm-hmm. against the guys. and. Mm-hmm. Carla know too much, though. I don't like battling her. She knew all nah, of No, no. Nah, she used to humiliate you, Tommy. Genius <laughs> over here. Yeah, Tommy. Tommy, she used to humiliate you. Oh, my you. God. She used to let me Me out. and Shirley would go toe-to-toe, and then when it got to y'all, it'd be in, but we just started losing. Because Shirley knows some good songs now. Yes, she does. Oh, so Shirley was throwing out some hammer. I was, I was, it was hard for me to get Shirley a lot of times. But every do time we'll do it Tommy again came up with his uh-huh. one damn song, call it with crushes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but Tommy. <laughs> All right, look, uh, Steve, your favorite segment is here today. Of course, it's Ask Steve. When we come back, get your questions ready, crew. 32 minutes after the hour, it's Ask Steve, and it's right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, before we get to uh, Ask Steve or Ask uh, Steve segment, you guys. You always got to cut into my time with some of your <laughs> Well, listen, Steve. What this is, is such, it now? This sure. is such a major story. Not much of a surprise because we all knew what was going to happen. But in trending political news, uh, surprise, yesterday President Trump was acquitted of abuse <laughs> oh, of no. power. And, yes, he is is still in office. I don't even want to talk about that. How is he acquitted, though, and there was no trial? I don't because the no witnesses, no. yeah. You know what? Politics in this country is so jank. Man. It sucks. It's so jank, man. It is yeah. so janky, man. I I watched some people just do what they wanted to do, mm-hmm. and they said they wasn't gonna have no witnesses. They said they didn't want to review no paperwork. They've exactly they heard all that. they needed to do, and it got to the Senate. They didn't have no trial, and they said they was gonna acquit him, and they did it. Bam, let's go. But yeah, but Mitt Romney, no, Mitt Romney. Woo! Backbone yesterday. Mitt Backbone, baby. Senator yeah, yeah, great. from great Utah became the first one to vote to remove a president of his own party. He voted yeah. for removal on the abuse of power charge. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, we're going to move on. We'll talk about it more uh, in the show. But um, <laughs> time now for Ask Steve. Ready. And Steve, uh, we're going to ask you, of course, as we do every day, yeah, to keep and I do what the hell I wanted to. So just go ahead. <laughs> All right, here we go, Steve. <laughs> when was when was the last time? I mean, the very last time you had like a huge, big old belly laugh. I mean, crying, laughing. Well, oh. that means you have to have more of those. Yeah. I'm just trying to think of what, what, what I can say, though. Oh. Um, <laughs> What's arable? Yeah. Because what I was laughing at really, really wasn't supposed to be funny. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I was in there letting it go. 
All right, we'll uh, come back to that one. Yeah, let's come back to that one. All yeah. right. <laughs> come on, Junior, you got one? All right, Unc, if you was running for president, mm. okay? Mm. I wish. And you running against Donald Trump, what platform would you use? Mm. Running against him? Running uh, against Donald Trump. I just uh, solely rely on my debate skills. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Solely. Just, I think me enough. debating Donald Trump would be one of the most entertaining. We could damn near put that on Netflix. <laughs> yeah, it ain't the platform. I just counter everything yeah. he say. Because I know yeah. when he lying. Yeah, yeah. I was going to yeah. say, don't yeah. get yeah. the truth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Every time. Yeah. All right, you know, I'd be go. saying stuff like, you just a damn liar. <laughs> Every time, no. I be damn. <laughs> la, 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 la. We got to lie, Chris. Man. What you got, I, Carla? What is you lying for about that? <laughs> Come on. Yes. All right, I got a question like for you, Steve. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Have you ever had to scream? Yes. I'm sorry. Go help. Ahead. Have you ever had to scream, help? And if so, why? Oh, hell yeah, I had to scream help. Yeah. What happened? I was in college. Uh-huh. And I was dating this woman that was 30. And I was 18. Ooh. And I was hollering for help quite often. <laughs> yeah, that's that, that's that good holler though. I was yeah. talking about help, help. <laughs> help! <laughs> I love that scream. I love this scream. Help it! Help! Help it! Help, help, help! Stop! Help, mama! Mama! <laughs> yeah, I've never, have, have I ever had help to it. holler for help? Yeah. Uh, come on, nephew, what but, you got? But for her your response uncle. was, shut what? your little punk ass up. Uh-huh. 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 Let mama put it on you. Yes, ma'am. Mama, she was 30. <laughs> what, how old was he? 18. 19. That's mama. <laughs> All right, um, I got one for you. What is, looking back in hindsight, what is the most mm, ignorant outfit that you ever put on looking back at it now? Damn near every concert I went to. I love your concert. I I was theme dressing back in the day at concerts. I like the feather in your fro. Hey, when Earth, Wind & Fire came out Mm -hmm. with them TPs, Mm -hmm. boy, and I, some and 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 my dude had told me what they had wore in Dayton. Mm-hmm. So when Earth Wind Fire came to Cleveland, mm. I was waiting on them. <laughs> I had a buckskin vest. Yes. I had a, a feather with a string around my head tied in my afro. Mm-hmm. Oh dog, you couldn't talk to me. <laughs> I was Earth Wind Fire. No shirt. Just a vest, wow. skinny as hell. No shirt. <laughs> I was Earth Fire. Yeah. Did you use that to get down front? Oh yeah, oh, I did. Yeah. I did that at the uh, at the LTD concert. Remember when they <laughs> when they had the album uh, Love Ballad, Wings of Love? Uh huh. I had a cape made. My sister made me a cape. <laughs> and I wore a cape, and I was sitting way up in the rafters because I didn't uh-huh. have no money to take no girl. And I just wait until the show got started, and I be looking down front. And if I see a gap, I just come down the aisle doing the steps. 
And I get right next to the aisle with the seats in it and it just start easing on in. Come on in, little brother. Because, you know, everybody's real peaceful back then. Come yeah. on in, little brother. I see you. Look at your man. Boy, we got LTD up in here. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> did you ever go to a, a Funkadelic concert? Because you know, no, that's the only diapers. thing I didn't. No, I didn't because I wasn't going to wear the diaper. He was yeah, a little bit they too were much for me. Yeah, he was diapers. on stage with that diaper. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I wasn't going to do that. Did people wear diapers to the concert? No, not many. One dude no. did. He had some bro games on the diaper and the cowboy had big glasses with stars on them. Yeah. And he stank too. He stank too. <laughs> yeah. He needed to change his diaper. No, dog, dog. They was real tired of him. <laughs> yeah. All right, Steve. What's the best way? Well, you know, surely a lot, boy. All right, coming Jesus. up next, it is the nephew with "Run That Prank Back." Shut you down right now. Wow, sure <laughs> did. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, coming up, Miss Ann, with our national news and entertainment news, Gail King is receiving backlash for her interview with Lisa Leslie. The nephew right now is here to run that prank back. What you got for us, Nev? Your baby going back to pre-K. What? Uh-uh. Yeah, what I said. <laughs> Your baby going back to pre-K. Your baby cutting all outside the lines and stuff. Your baby going back to pre-K. <laughs> Talking I'm talking to this lady. Your baby going back to pre-K. <laughs> we can't. We ain't no way we can get this baby to kindergarten or first grade. You, your, your baby got to go back to pre-K. <laughs> Come on, cat dog. Let's go. Hello. Uh, yes, I'm trying to reach Miss Thomas, please. This is Miss Thomas. Who is it? Uh, my name is Mr. Stapleton. I'm actually the principal over at uh, elementary school. Mm-hmm. You're, I'm looking at my records indicating that your son, Thomas, is going to be starting his first grade. Mm-hmm. My baby's ready. Right. Listen, Miss Thomas, um, I've been going through actually all of the children's records uh, that will be starting school, and I'm looking at your son's grades mm-hmm. from his kindergarten year. Mm-hmm. And he did good. Mm-hmm. Well, no, not exactly. I mean, there's been a few. Uh, I actually spoke with the teacher and who he was under in kindergarten, mm-hmm. and it seems like he just really wasn't up to par as the rest of the children. Mm-mm. I, I, now, his conduct. Now, he talks, but he gets his work. So what else is, is she saying on that that ain't right? Well, what it, what's, what it seems to be, ma'am, is that um, his grades weren't up to par as the rest of the other children. She did tell me he was a disobedient child. No, he's disobedient and talking two different things. Come on. Okay. Well, ma'am, listen, what we've decided here is we're going to let little actually do another year of kindergarten. Oh, no, y'all ain't going to let him do another year of kindergarten. No, sir. Ma'am, that's that's the only choice I'm I have sorry. after looking. You know, uh, uh, no, we got our letter in the mail with our report card the week after school started, and it said on the back promoted. And if I got to get up off this couch and go get it, I'm gonna be f-ed off because I'm telling you right now, we will be in the first grade. Kindergarten wasn't that f-ed hard. I'm not sure what they told you about him, but it must be the wrong. Wait, From wait, my wait. understanding, he's he doesn't color as well as the rest of the kids. He's all out of the, he's color. out of the lines when he color. He doesn't know his numbers completely, and that's kind of what we need when you first come into uh-uh. Uh-uh. Uh, into the first grade. No, uh-uh. what I can show you on this paper, he did satisfactory all the way through. Now you about to f- me off, and I'm already sick calling me with some. B- 
by my son flunking kindergarten. He ain't that kind of He dog. does you not must... color well, ma'am. Listen, he... coloring ain't got nothing to do with the dead girl of kindergarten. He is going to the first grade, and I'll be down there on August 24th. He, ma'am, I... I will not be able to allow you I'm to get sorry. in the school I'm on sorry. August 20th. I'm you sorry, would... mister. I'm sorry. Uh-uh. And, and let me get, I'll tell you what, let me go in and get my pencil and pen, because I don't live that far from this school, and if y'all are already down there causing some conflict, I need to get up and go down there, because I'm not telling my baby when he come home today that he ain't going to the daggum first ma'am, grade. Ma'am, I, I, I hate to say it, but I'm going to have to refuse education Listen, from him on I'm August sorry. 24th. You know what? I just went back and put him in public school. I know that was a mistake in the first place. Fooling with y'all talking about some coloring. Give me your name again, sir. Stapleton, ma'am. And what's that number down there? The number here is actually area code... Uh-uh, wait a minute. Uh, I got the number. Never mind. I pulled up this report card. I got the number and your name on the back of this paper. I tell you what, August 24th, we'll be coming in there, going to school, and I might make a trip around there this evening when I come from the doctor. Ma'am, uh, uh, the bottom line, right ma'am, is I'm not going... I don't want to hear that... Colin ain't got nothing to do with nothing else. But his, it's, 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 it's not sorry. only coloring. His arithmetic is I'm bad. Sorry. No, uh-uh. Are you working with him at home? No, Are you doing listen, anything as a parent? I'm what you trying to say? I'm an incompetent parent? I'm just asking, as a parent, are you working with your child? Yes, I'm working with my child every day. He can read better than you, probably. No, he can't read better. I'm oh, the yes, principal. he can read better than you because obviously you read that wrong on that paper that he's supposed to be going back to kindergarten when I know the paper said from his going to the first grade. And I'm not listening to no more of this about him going backwards. Now, if you got a problem with your paperwork, maybe you need to go talk to your secretary or somebody in there that wrote my baby name down. Your name, your son's name, Thomas, ma'am. No, it ain't him, baby. I know it ain't him. You're not going to sit up and tell me my son is fucking kindergarten. He is not going back to that kindergarten. Class. Don't bring your son down here August Listen, the 24th. Do you hear me? Down. I tell you what, be ready to whip me and my husband. But we will be down there August the 4th, backpack, shoes, uniform, everything. You hear me? I will not be able to Listen, allow him an education. Are you down there right now? I will come down there right now and can, make that correction on that paper for you. Can you bring your baby can, is not going back to no kindergarten for no coloring. Can you bring him down here and let him color for me no, so uh, I can... you talking about coloring, arithmetic, and all this stuff? No, uh-uh, uh-uh. No, I'm sorry. Uh-uh. We will be down there August the 24th. I will have this card in my head that says you have been promoted to the first grade and he's gonna have a smile on his face and so are you i got one more thing i need to tell what? you man. Are, are you listening to me i'm listening you ain't saying nothing yet you better say something that sound like the first grade because i'm not playing i would go down to this daggum administrative office and i had fire because my son will be in that first grade who are you raising your voice at who are you raising your voice I'm at talking to you you're talking crazy to me i'm talking crazy to you what I'm a grown woman. I don't need to be explaining to you why I'm trying to defend you, my did, son. Did you graduate? Uh, honey, I am a college degree person. I have a great job. My husband and I do well for ourselves and for our children, and that's why we know. You're not even you at you're not even at work right now, man. Listen, I'm sick, fool. I told you that when you called here. Waiting on the doctor to call me now. I'm probably missing my phone call. Can you color? Because your son can't can color. I color. What kind of question is that to ask me? Can I color? What are you, white or black? You ask me, sorry, you ask me, am I colored? No, I ask you, can you color? Like, no, no, your uh-uh. son can I hear can't... some racist lines in there, can you color? No, uh-uh, mm-mm. I, my coloring and me being colored ain't got nothing to do with none of this. Is this a race thing? No, that it's you not... trying to make sure you send him back? No, I'm not trying to send him back. I want to send him back to color, to get his coloring together. i tell you what, that ain't got nothing to do with nothing. And if you are the head person down there now, you are incompetent and you are an illiterate 
call me and tell me that my son has to go back to the first grade. I got one more thing. You know what? Mixed up. I tell you what, I'm through with this conversation. I'm through with this co- I'm going to say one more thing, and I'm going to be out here. Are you listening? I'm listening. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your girlfriend, Felicia. I'm going to be Felicia's <laughs> I am going to beat her <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> You're about to get towed out the frame. <laughs> I mean, I'm writing numbers and everything, and I'm recording everything. I'm going to beat her because she know I don't play when it comes to my kids. Okay, that's all right. All right, babe. One more question now. What is the baddest, I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be in the color, y'all. You understand what I'm saying? Inside the line. Okay? What right. kind of school you running where a person can't advance because they can't color? You start off by coloring. That's what it He don't want to be a colorer. <laughs> well, then he going to have to stay in pre-K. I tell you what. If my baby don't go to kindergarten, come on. You ain't going to tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> How about that, mister? Wow. <laughs> Some ladies say yeah. too. <laughs> Keep stupid coming, baby. I'm coming to you March 14th, Montgomery, Alabama. At the Montgomery Performing Arts Civic Center. Tickets on sale right now. So get your tickets. All Ticketmaster outlets or at the box office. And come see the nephew down in the gump. Make sure I go to the museum down there while I'm there, too. I ain't been there to that one yet. The one where they have the lynchings and things. Yeah, yeah. I got to go All see right. that. Coming up at the top of the hour, thank you, nephew. Entertainment and national news right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Boy, this trending story is all over social media. Uh, Gail King, uh, if you haven't heard, Gail King, of course, from CBS This Morning, uh, who was so famous for her R. Kelly interview with R. Kelly uh, a few months back. Anyway, she just interviewed Lisa Leslie, uh, WNBA legend Lisa Leslie, about her very good friend, her very close friend, uh, Kobe Bryant. And she was asking about um, his legacy and, and things like that and about, you know, old charges against him. Anyway, take a listen. It's been said that his legacy is complicated because of the sexual assault charge, which was dismissed in 2003, 2004. Is it complicated for you as a woman, as a WNBA player? It's not complicated for me at all. Even if there's a few times that we've been at a club at the same time, Kobe's not the kind of guy, never been like, you know, please go get that girl or tell her or send her this. I have other NBA friends that are like that. Mm-hmm. Kobe's, he, he was never like that. I just never see, have ever seen him being the kind of person that would be, do something to violate a woman or be aggressive in that way. That's just not the person that I know. But Lisa, you wouldn't see it though. As his friend, you wouldn't see it. And that's possible. Mm -hmm. I just, it's just, I just don't, I just don't believe that. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying things didn't happen. Mm -hmm. I just don't believe that things didn't happen with force. Is it even a fair question to talk about it considering he's no longer with us and that it was resolved? Or is it really part of his history? I think that the media should be more respectful at this time. It's like if you had questions about it, you've had many years to ask him that. I don't think it's something that we should keep hanging over his legacy. I mean, he went to, it went to trial. Yeah, with the cases, it was dismissed because the victim in the case refused to testify. So it was dismissed. And I think that that's how we should leave it. Wow. Wow, um, man. 
I can't believe that was brought up. Yeah. You know, I think um, that's uh, a, a case of poor timing. Poor, yeah. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. poor judgment. And these uh, charges against this man were dropped. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it has nothing and to do with that. his legacy. I just think that's just not the way to necessary. go about it. It was yeah. not necessary. Yeah, and what? shout out to Lisa Leslie, too, for handling it, you know, at such a time as this. She even said the media should be more respectful at this time. A uh, lot of clapback for Gail. People did not a lot like of backlash. this. Yeah, yeah, backlash. That's what I mean. And then she said during the, I understand why people are upset seeing that clip out of context. This is Gail King talking now. She said, I hope they will now watch the entire wide ranging interview. We asked a longtime friend of Kobe Bryant's to talk to us about his legacy and their friendship. And Lisa Leslie did exactly that. It's still, uh, no matter where you place that question, it's poor mm-hmm. timing. Mm-hmm. I think it's poor taste. I think it's. Uh, I think it has yeah. nothing to do with who he was as a person or and his like legacy. And like Daughter, Lisa Leslie I mean, said, if you had questions about it, you've had many years to ask him that. There many you years. go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When a person has passed. And then you hear people come out years later mm-hmm. slamming this person. I'm always a little curious of the motive. You know, when the person was alive, you had plenty of time to say the things. And you don't have to prove anything. And there is no evidence or witnesses that can come forward. I get real curious when people do that. Yeah, I just do. All right, Steve, we're going to move on now. Uh, Time for today's headlines, please. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Thanks, Steve. Good morning, everybody. This is Ann Tripp with the news. Okay, looks like it's V for victory for President Trump. After a three-week impeachment trial, it was all over yesterday. Chief Justice Roberts made the pronouncement. It is, therefore, ordered and adjudged that the said Donald John Trump be, and he is hereby, acquitted of the charges in said articles. Of course, Democrat Charles Schumer sees the case one way, and Republican Mitch Connell says another thing. Let future generations know that only a fraction of the Senate swallowed these fantasies. The rest of us condemn them to the ash heap of history. We will reject this incoherent case that comes nowhere near, nowhere near justifying the first presidential removal in history. Well, everything went as predicted. The Republican-dominated U.S. Senate did refuse to convict the Republican president, and everybody fell in line, all except Utah Senator Mitch Romney, who said he had no choice but to vote to convict. I am profoundly religious. My faith is at the heart of who I am. I'm sure to hear abuse from the president and his supporters. Does anyone seriously believe that I would consent to these consequences other than from an an inescapable conviction that my oath before God demanded it of me. In so doing, Romney made history, by the way, becoming the first senator ever to vote to convict a president of his own party. And like he said, he is expected to take a lot of hits and everything from fellow Republicans. And he is. Some of them are saying, oh, he should be thrown out of the party. Others say, no, that's his opinion. Leave him alone. Meanwhile, the president's approval rating is soaring to the highest it's ever been for him, 49 percent. That's about 20 points lower than President Clinton's approval rating was after he was acquitted. But for Trump, 
49% is uh, pretty good. It's the best he's ever done. And Trump says he will speak to the American people about all of this at about noon today. Uh, he says he'll comment on what he calls the impeachment hoax. Health officials say that the state of Kentucky has the highest rate of cancer diagnosis and cancer deaths in this country. That's according to the Centers for Disease Control. Kentucky has cancer diagnosis and rates of death significantly higher than the nation's overall cancer rate. And finally, sad news. Hollywood superstar Kirk Douglas has died at age 103. Douglas played a lot of tough guys, but my favorite Kirk Douglas picture, it might also be yours, Spartacus. I'm Spartacus! I'm Spartacus! I'm Spartacus! I'm Spartacus. I'm Spartacus. I'm Spartacus. I'm Spartacus. I'm Spartacus. Love Spartacus. Miss me some Kirk Douglas. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, as predicted, President Trump was acquitted of abuse of power. All Democratic senators voted, and one Republican senator uh, by the name of Mitt Romney uh, voted against the president. The Senate's votes on the two charges, abuse of power and obstruction of Congress, were split down party lines. However, Republican Mitt Romney uh, of Utah became the first senator to vote to remove a president of his own party. He voted for removal on abuse of power on that charge. The acquittal uh, acquittal was largely a formality as a two-thirds vote is needed for removal. Uh, The the Republicans hold a 53-47 advantage in the Senate. Trump was impeached for allegedly withholding military aid to Ukraine in an effort to spur an investigation into Joe Biden's son, Hunter. The president will make make a speech today at 12 noon. Right after the acquittal came out, he tweeted uh, uh, President Trump forever. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, he's going to be in office forever. Forever. No, you're you're not. Well, at the rate he's going, I mean, if if he would live to be as old as Kirk Douglas, (laughs) if the laws were changed, he could because... Uh, they stick together, no. the Republicans. They stick together. Even if you're wrong, they stick to they stick by you. That's yeah. what they've proven. Mm-mm. He ain't gonna be president yeah. forever. No, not now. <laughs> well, he Mitt Romney, he 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 shut that down with that whole partisan thing. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? That this was just for the Republicans. At least he was the one Republican that said no. Yeah, y'all know that yeah. that he was wrong, and y'all know what he did was wrong. Mm-hmm. So, Steve, just... anything to add to that? I know you're thinking something. American politics is a real travesty. I think what this man has done, Donald Trump, Trump the way he has ran, run this administration, the threats, the disobeying court orders, subpoenas, uh, telling people in his cabinet executive privilege, he. You can't testify. I think he's changed the way politics will be done in this country from now on. Because don't you dare think for a minute that there's not another person with some money watching what he has done and going, wow, I'm going to do the same thing. Mm -hmm. You can be president and damn near be king. Yeah. And he has turned the presidency into a king. And it's crazy. And then they have this old archaic system called the electoral college vote which protects them and gives them all a chance i'm just it's it's embarrassing what this government has become and i don't think it'll ever go back to the way it was because he's changed he's made these people think that they can get away with anything all right steve hold hold that thought uh we have time to to do some more 
on this whole thing coming up at 34 after the hour right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve. Well, yesterday the president was acquitted of abuse of power. He was impeached by the House, but not the Senate. And he is still in office. Uh, he'll make a speech today, as a matter of fact, today at noon. Who writing um, all these damn speeches? Because he feels vindicated. He feels like he's oh, been Yeah, acquitted. he feels like he's going to take a victory yeah, lap. Yeah. For sure. Right. You know, this will kick off for sure now. Officially, his campaign, you know, for 2020 to win the election again. Listen, I mean, that's kind of what a State of a Union address listen, was, a campaign speech. Well, I mean, I'm telling you, man, and the Democrats are in such disarray. First of all, uh, the the big yes. Iowa caucus faux pas, that oh, was horrible. Yeah. That didn't look mm-hmm. good. Biden mm-hmm. took fourth place, yeah. which was mm-hmm. a horrible, as he called it, punch in the gut. Uh, Budachev, who who is he? Well, I mean, so, he used to be the mayor of South Bend. Ain't nobody fin. What? Yeah, a come small on, man. City mayor, but um, Dog, he's, Donald he's Trump will swallow this dude. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Bernie Sanders is so far left. He's a little scary. Elizabeth Warren's plan, I don't understand it, and I'm just being very, very honest. And uh, I just think that the Democratic Party has allowed this man and the unity of the Republican Party to get themselves in a position to reelect this guy. And the Democrats, we have no one to blame but ourselves because we all of this infighting, we won't support a real viable candidate. Look, man. Who is that, though? I think I mean, it's Bloomberg, y'all. I do. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I my best shot it. is is Bloomberg, and he's not in it until we get to Super Tuesday. Right. You're right. Now you're right be, about that. Yeah. And he's not he in it. Trump. And I don't. Who do we? Who do we have that can beat Trump right now? Yeah. Because that's the, thing. the 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 Democratic Party is being so liberal. See, listen to me. The Republicans got their man, even if he's the wrong one. Mm-hmm. And they're sticking right. by they're him. And they're sticking by him. He is yeah. the wrong one. Because that gives them four more him. years of being in power. And, yep. and that's mm-hmm. all they care about. They don't care about the American mm-hmm. people. They don't care mm-hmm. about nothing else. Well, you and, know, President Trump's approval ratings have gone up, too, Steve. To, by, by, to from who? From who? Well, that's what the Gallup poll has shown. Well, who showing. is these? And when they say approval rating, how many people do they talk to, y'all? They ain't asked me nothing. <laughs> who is they talking to? Is they it eight people? Now? Who is these people? <laughs> they ain't went to the hood and asked nobody. They, uh, they not asked a damn question. <laughs> and, you know, it's just sad right now watching these Democrats mm-hmm. uh, sit there and shake their head. But I'm going to tell you something. Nancy Pelosi told them not to go for impeachment. But they kept pressing for impeachment, 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 impeachment. Nancy Pelosi told them no. She knew they didn't have the goods. She knew that they needed something so profound before they took it forward. But the caucus pressured her and pressured her to finally, they narrowed it down to the two things that Mike would, mm-hmm. obstruction of justice and uh, abuse, of abuse of power. 
Mm-hmm. And he Those were the hitch. two best things. Yeah. And the Republicans shot down both of them. Nancy had a well, Denzel. Well, they wouldn't hear the case out. They yeah, didn't but, listen to the case. But, they but listen didn't... to this, though. They even said what he did was wrong, mm-hmm. but oh, it yeah, wasn't but impeachable. Not impeachable. How, yeah. Man, what? That, them don't go together. <laughs> and, you know, well, man, I just, I really, man... The, the the way they did this is sickening, man, watching those people function the way they function mm-hmm. and sit up there and lie repeatedly, then band together in the lie and then sell that to the public. And he got nerd hair people, that's okay, but they okay with the lie, which is the sickness of our country. Cause, I know. And especially I- if he gets reelected, then that impeachment will really go oh, wash the way. He'll be selling that as a hoax. For yeah, the yeah next we got five years. This well, his speech today will be interesting. That's for sure. I'm not watching. Well, coming up next, <laughs> the nephew <laughs> in the building with today's prank phone call. Uh oh! Right after this, you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. Subject: Anywhere except the bedroom. Hmm. Right now, nephew Tommy is here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Nat? It's that twenty twin twin <laughs> gingivitis. What? Gingivitis. You're in somebody's mouth. Somebody on the fourth floor got gingivitis. Let's go, gingivitis. Come on, cat dog. Hello, uh, I'm trying to reach uh, Kelvin. Kelvin Davis. Yeah, this is Kelvin. Who am I speaking with? Okay. How you doing, Kelvin? Uh, let me make sure I got the right Kelvin. Kelvin, you you um at the job, you um you work on the fourth floor, right? Yeah, I work on the fourth floor. Are you in the cubicle next to Randy? Yeah, matter of fact, I am. Uh, but but who, who am I who am I speaking with? Well, I'm not at liberty to give my name right now, but I'm bringing some news from the job that I think you might want to. Uh, you know, this is some news I think that you would probably want to know. And uh, I'm just let's just say I'm an, I'm an employee from another floor. And I got I got wind of what was going on on the fourth floor, and I wanted oh, to you know, I wanted to I wanted to bring it to your attention because I think yeah, on, on your floor nobody's bringing this to your attention, you know. Okay, so, so let let me get this straight. You can't tell me your name, but you work on a floor below me. Do you know me? Uh, I've seen you before. I've seen you before. Okay, no, 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 no. Seen this, this is just, that, this, do, do you know me? I mean, I don't know you. No, so no. Let me, let me, let me. Okay, I, so how did how did you get to so called being the spokesperson for people who work with me? Hey man, I, like I say, I just wanted to give you the news because the whole fourth floor is gossiping about you, and nobody's telling you what's going on. Okay, so obviously the gossiping about me has got to you on the third floor, and now you are coming to be my deliverer, so to speak. I'm I'm just a guy I'm just a guy bringing you some news, man. I'm just here to let me let me ask you this, bro. Are you are you flossing at night? Am I? What business is that of yours? I'm just I'm just asking. Are you flossing at night? Do you floss on a regular basis? Yeah, I floss on a regular basis. What's that got to do with the price of tea in China? Okay. When's the last time you've been to the dentist? Man, who the hell are you? Let me tell you, to be honest with you, man, my problem is not really with you. I'm really upset with the people on the floor that's not telling you. But you know, well, why ain't you why ain't you talking to them? 
Well, the, the problem is, man, is that is, is that they talking about you and they're not telling you what your issue is. So let's get to the issue at hand. So you are flossing. You are flossing. That's what you're saying? Damn straight I floss. Okay, are you brushing your tongue? Come on now. Don't, don't, you don't have to you don't have to question me about my hygienic makeup. Okay. You don't know so, me. You have never talked to me, but you're gonna side with a bunch of folks that think they know I'm not, me I'm not, because I'm they not, I'm, not, I'm not siding with them, brother. I'm not siding with them. But well, no, if here's, you make a call issue, on man. their behalf, you're siding with them. Okay, Kel, this is Kel, bullshit, man. Kel, Kel, listen this, to me. This, this is, this they, is they, messed they, up, dude. Really, you don't even know me, and you're gonna approach me like this? So, Kel. They think you have gingivitis. Oh, wow. I mean, are, are you are, when you go to your dentist, are y'all cleaning below your gums? Dude, the dentist do what he do. I'm laying there with my mouth wide open, and I go more so, often than every six months. So what the hell are you talking about? Well, okay, something is wrong, okay? And everybody's saying that it's you, it's your breath. That's that's just you know they saying they leave the fourth floor to go down to the lobby just to get some fresh air. Oh, that's bull. Well, this is what I want you to do. Since you're speaking on their behalf, tell every one of them sorry so and sos that if they got a problem with me, they need to come approach me. And then if it's that bad, I'll blow my stank ass breath in their face. Bring it on, because okay. this conversation so, with you is is really way off base, because you have no business calling me, telling okay, me what okay. they say. Can, can I give you some 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 items to mix together for you to gargle with later tonight? Can oh, I give so you, you work you work in the building, but now you're a dentist, man. You know what? This is bull, and we gonna settle this tomorrow first thing in the morning when i matter of fact i'm going to go to the fourth floor and wait for all these sorry so-and-sos to come up there who's been talking about me behind my back and guess what you invited to the party too player since you're going to be their representative each one of them lying when they get in there as far as i'm concerned when tomorrow get here it's going to be whooping. and if you want some of it show up since you're the representative but you can get a do you, do you, too, do you, you know what I mean? Kevin, do you do you think it could be some cavities or something? Do you think you yeah, maybe cavity? My foot in your cavity ass is what it's gonna be, and whoever else want to try to take it out, they gonna get it in theirs. So guess what? It's on tomorrow. I know not, I ain't got ginger. Are you only brushing in the morning when you leave for work? Are you only brushing? Dude, me? You, have you not understood me? Don't keep questioning me. You can question me tomorrow after I whoop their ass and yours. Then you okay. can, can you bring? Like, can you bring? Why'd you try you to do? Your, why'd you do me this way? Then I tell you. Then I tell can you. Can you bring? Can you bring your toothbrush tomorrow? Yeah, can I, you bring? I, I bring a toothbrush. It's it, 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 it five fingers on my toothbrush. I bring them. They be balled up, and you will get the Mister Cleaning that you ain't never thought you would get from a dentist. Okay. They just okay. don't know okay. what hey, you hey, started. Hey man. Hey hey, bro, bro. Uh, calm, calm down, man. Just calm down. We're trying to get to. We're trying to fix the problem. Let's, no, no, this going to fix the problem. Kevin, you kicking ass is not going to change your breath. It no? ain't, I ain't got to worry about it. Well, well guess what? Them more, lying jokers can come down there and sit in your cubicle. All right. So do you, you, you I mean, do you want to know who, who, who put this out there? I want you to know me when you see me tomorrow. Go ahead and lay it out for me. Tell me okay, who so, the hell you so, are. So this is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Randy got me to prank phone call you, man. 
You know what? You almost caused me to say something. You is lying to me. How you going to call brother and do me like that, man? <laughs> yeah, okay, I got you. You wait till I see Randy in the morning. You wait till I see him. Uh, all right, man, give it to me. This 2020, baby, tell me what is the baddest, and I mean the baddest radio show in the land. <laughs> Without a doubt, man. It got to be Nephew Tommy and the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ginger Vitus make a brother, really. Oh, my goodness, Tommy. I mean, he, he, came, in, he, he came in hot. He came in hot. <laughs> Dragon breath hot. <laughs> That's gingivitis, baby. You got to get below your gums, man. Keeping it stupid in 2020. That's what I'm doing. That's my that's my motto. Keep it stupid in 2020. All so right. far. We ain't even got the march. As long as I'm off to a good start. That's yes. all. Off hey, to man, a good and Tommy, start. man, don't call me no more, man. What's wrong? What? He called no. you? No, he called me. He don't even. He's stupid. Uh, <laughs> Tommy called me and said, don't drink no Coronas. I don't want you to get the coronavirus. See? I, uh, but I but, said, but ain't that true, Sharon? Get off my phone. My man. Huh? Uh, One more time, Junior. Don't drink a Corona because I don't want you to get the coronavirus. Why would you? Come on, Tom. Yeah. I said, this boy here, yeah. man. Okay. All and what, what, what? Bought what? on by beer. Okay. Yeah. All this. All this. <laughs> That's why them people wearing their masks, Tommy. <laughs> so they can quit smelling that beer. <laughs> he is yeah. really stupid. No, he's stupid. What else I tell you? Now, this one, this is the big argument. Unk, tell me this. And am I right or wrong? Tell Junior, cereal is soup. What? Ain't cereal soup. Tell I don't him. understand. It's what just do you mean? it's soup. It's just cold. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Not true. See that. <laughs> Ain't cereal soup. Cool taking his phone. No, call. cereal is cereal. It's crunchy. Cereal is soup. It's, it's just crunchy. cold. <sighs> I had Cheerios this morning. Cereal oh, ain't good. soup. Mm-mm. Cold soup, gazpacho. Go to break, Shirley. <laughs> Talk, talk to him. <laughs> don't drink no Corona. We don't want to get you Corona. Go to break, Shirley. Right, up next. <laughs> up next is Strawberry Lennon Subject Anywhere Except the Bedroom. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And listen, if you need advice on dating, on sex, on parenting, on relationships, work, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter, okay? We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject anywhere except the bedroom. Dear Stephen Shirley, I truly need your advice on this one. I'm 28 years old, and so is my girlfriend. We have been together six months, and I really like her. But lately, I think she's lost her darn mind. She has a crazy new habit that's very embarrassing and illegal. I don't want to lose her, so I've been going along with it. She likes to have sex a lot, and that's fine with me, but she has become obsessed with having sex in public places. Yes! What? It started a month ago. See the difference there? It started a month ago when we went to see a movie. We sat in the back so we could talk without disturbing anyone. She started kissing me on my neck and ear, and she knew I was getting excited. Before I knew it, she had jumped on my lap, and we had sex in the movie theater. 
I tried to enjoy it, but I was so scared of getting caught, I couldn't get into it like I wanted to. Now, whenever we're out, she wants to do it somewhere random. We've done it in the car, in the grocery store parking lot. We did it in the bathroom at my friend's house party. We did it in the driveway at her parents' house. And we did it on the rooftop of my apartment building. I know there are cameras everywhere, and I don't want to go to jail for a lewd act in public. The quality of our sex is not the same when we're at home, and she is not as aggressive. She said that regular sex at home is boring, and she refuses to do it in the bedroom. I have tried to have sex with her in the living room or in the kitchen, and she will suggest that we go on the patio or out to the car instead. I can't keep my best performance in public because the stress of getting caught takes over. I need her to get used to having regular, safe sex again. Am I being a weirdo for not enjoying this? Please help. Well, I mean, no, I don't think you're being a weirdo um, or anything for not enjoying it. I mean, you've stated, you know, your concerns and everything. I do think your girlfriend is a bit much. Um, uh, Some guys would absolutely love it. um, And maybe that's the problem here. Uh, She's what you call really, really freaky. Uh, how, How is it that at just 28 regular sex in the bedroom or in the house somewhere it is a problem for her or it's boring to her. Uh, you have every right to be concerned about your reputation, about your future, and what could happen if things go wrong, if you guys get caught. Uh, some people, you know, that's the excitement, the getting caught part. What if we get caught, you know? Uh, we all know in life one bad decision can follow you for the rest of your life, whether it's hidden cameras or cell phone cameras. This type of behavior can cause a life time of embarrassment it really can so I I mean I gotta ask you I know you said that you know she refuses to do it in the bedroom have you really sat her down and talked to her about this about how it stresses you out and how you can't perform because of it I mean a lot of guys would love to be in your shoes Uh, you just gotta decide is she worth these risks and it doesn't sound like she is Uh, you said you don't want to go to jail and for doing a lewd act in public so I mean Hey, you you got to talk to her about this, really. <laughs> you guys have to stop this. This is crazy, Steve. What's with the sigh? Well, Shirley, I ain't got no idea how much it is you're going to let me do, so you and Carla, go on and get ready to tell me what I'm going too far. <laughs> I think, so just uh, say it now. Yeah. What we're doing right here is he 28, the girl is 28. Been together for six months, you like her. But you think she done lost her mind. Because she got this new habit at, uh, that she want to have sex in public places. Started about a month ago. <laughs> Sitting up watching this movie. Back row so we could talk. Nuka in here, well, she wants to go back row and talk. Uh, start kissing on your neck. You got excited before I knew it. She had jumped on my lap. We had sex in the movie theater. I tried to enjoy it. I don't know how you did it, but I, I tried to enjoy it. But I was so scared of getting caught. I understand. I couldn't get into it like I wanted to. I 
understand. But you're young. Boy, you got to get it in while you can. And wherever you can. Quality of our sex is not the same when we at home. She's not as aggressive. She says that regular sex at home is boring. She don't want to do it in the bedroom. You done tried having sex with her in the living room. I guess you thought that was exciting. Well, you don't want to do it in the bedroom. Let's go in the living room. <laughs> well, how about the den? How about on the love seat? <laughs> no, she want to go out to the patio on the car. I can't give my best performance in public. Well, me, Tommy, and Junior are here to <laughs> let you know that most of our best performances have been in public. Yes, what? sir. So you done said this to the wrong people. What? So mm-hmm. when I come back, I'm going to tell you the way to cure this problem, but you're going to have to listen to me because it's going gonna, it's gonna to take some real doing. Stay with me, young man. You're about to learn yourself something. <laughs> All right. Hold that thought, Steve. Uh, we'll have part two of your response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Today's Strawberry Letter subject anywhere except the bedroom. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter subject anywhere except the bedroom. Mm. Well, this 28-year-old couple, this dude, said that his woman came up with this crazy new habit. Mm-hmm. She got to have sex in public. Mm-hmm. They done it at the movie theater. She can't do it at home no more because she said it's embarrassing. That it's a, uh, it's not exciting to her at home. So she won't go out all out on the patio or go get in the car. Well, young man, <laughs> young man don't know what to do because he like her. But mm-hmm. he can't perform his best in public. What? Uh, that's son, crazy. What? I've had some of what? my better performances in public, and that's everywhere. So here's my suggestion to you. You are dating an exhibitionist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A woman who is a thrill seeker, and the extra thought of being in public and getting caught is erotic to her and turns her on. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. So the only way to break a person from embarrassing you in public, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. gotta embarrass her in public. Mm-hmm. What yeah. you got to do is overdo it. You got to <laughs> outdo her. Mm. Mm. Come on. What? We gonna do it when we in line at the bank. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, all this in here, y'all, you know, all these lights out there down here at the damn movie. Uh-huh. We all the, on the patio, out in the car. We at the bank, baby. No. Bank doing it. We making a deposit. <laughs> Tell you what. <laughs> Shut up. We <laughs> at your aunt's wake Friday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Perfect time. As soon as everybody leave, <laughs> right floor. over there behind that casket. Yes. Come on. Yes. yes. Me and you, girl. Let's go over your grandmama's house and do it in your grandmama's bedroom with all that prescription medicine sitting on the cabinet. Yes. And her, that's and her, that's and her teeth yeah. in the jar talking to her. That's 32 mm-hmm. bottles that's right there. That's how that looks for you. Yeah, that's yeah. perfect, huh? That's cold right there. Yeah. I got another one for you. Back at the house, she don't like the bedroom no more. Uh-huh. Let's go in the kitchen 
Yeah. Open up the oven dough. Uh-huh. And do it on the dough. Nah. I'll be damned. All Not them, the all them oven doughs is strong. All and that. cut the oven on 225 break. for a little extra heat. That's preheat. That would be preheat. Like hot yoga. That's preheat. Yeah. I tell you what, open that damn refrigerator. Uh-huh. I want you to sit up on top of the crispy bin. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And watch this here. Oh. Watch them eggs. Don't break them here. Yeah. Can I go jump ahead. in here? Go ahead, Tom. Let's go on, on. Let's go on, on to the amusement park. Get on that roller coaster. Uh-huh. And when we get ready to come down on that big one, God, dog. All our clothes yeah. come down too. That's when God, we do it, right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right there. On the way down, baby. On the way down. Yeah. <laughs> when your stomach falls out. Yeah, that's when it's good. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I got another one. Uh-oh. Let's go down to the haunted house. Uh-huh. Oh, and mm. when they jump out and holler boo, we go boo you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so all this is yeah. to break her of her Oh, habit. yeah. Okay. Everybody, can, see, can I you, just get one in on? You got to go ahead. Look here. Why don't they do this? Huh. Past the anniversary. Let's go and get down here, down here at the church. Ooh. Uh-uh. That's 3 o'clock. Yeah, down no. there past, not what you want to do. You want a thrill, don't you? That's, that's 3 o'clock yeah. service right there, ain't it? Yeah, 3 o'clock service <laughs> okay. right down here. Past his office. Let's go. Wow. Okay, okay. Oh. Okay, let's go on. Take no. it on. Let's take it up about 30,000 feet. Let's do that. We're going to go parachute, okay? Uh-huh. We're gonna, But when we jump out, when we pull it, yeah, yeah, we pulling it. When we pull oh. it, we pulling it. All right. Oh, yeah. Stay with oh, me. We do it. Yeah, all the way down. All okay. the way down. We I next. tell you what, I got one oh, better no. than that. What? Let's go ask. get a horse uh-huh. and tie the rope on the horse and tie one piece of rope around your ankle and another rope around my ankle. Ha! And then yeah. holler, ha! And let him drag our ass while we doing it. <laughs> yeah. How about yeah. that? I like that. That's good. He talking about, like good. He talking about- Ain't nothing like good dragon loving. Good, good dragon ha! loving. Ha! <laughs> like a- ha! Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. Let's go to the circus. Uh-huh. Put me in that cannon. And when they shoot me out of there, uh-huh. be ready for me, because I'm landing right on you as soon as they come out that cannon. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's I got great. one for you right here. Oh, I'm going to buy us two first-class tickets on the airplane. Come on. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I want you to get up, mm-hmm. open the curtain in first class, but just put your head back into coach. <laughs> just wait, put your head. Wait, what? what? Just stick what? your head back in coach. <laughs> So you looking at the curtain, they don't see nothing but your head. They don't know why you move. I'm going to be back there in first class just doing it. Yeah. Your head, your head is in coach. Them people in coach looking up like, what is she doing? Yeah. Make sure, you, make sure you hit them turbulence while you're in there. Now see, hit them. Now that's what I think will break all this. Yeah. Too freaky. All right. Yeah. Uh, thanks, guys. I, I think uh, post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. Please don't forget to check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Now, coming up at 46 minutes after the hour in entertainment news, Gail King is receiving backlash for her interview with Lisa Leslie right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
Gail King, of course, from CBS This Morning. She just interviewed WNBA legend Lisa Leslie about her very good friend, her very close friend, Kobe Bryant. And she was asking about um, his legacy and about, you know, old charges against him. Anyway, take a listen. It's been said that his legacy is complicated because of a sexual assault charge, which was dismissed in 2003, 2004. Is it complicated for you as a woman, as a WNBA player? It's not complicated for me at all. Even if there's a few times that we've been at a club at the same time, Kobe's not the kind of guy, never been like, you know, Lisa, go get that girl or tell her or send her this. I have other NBA friends that are like that. Mm-hmm. Kobe's, he, he was never like that. I just never see, have ever seen him being the kind of person that would be do something to violate a woman or be aggressive in that way. I, that's just not the person that I know. But Lisa, you wouldn't see it, though. As his friend, you wouldn't see it. And that's possible. Mm-hmm. I just, it's just, I just don't, I just don't believe that. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying things didn't happen. Mm-hmm. I just don't believe that things didn't happen with force. Is it even a fair question to talk about it, considering he's no longer with us and that it was resolved? Or is it really part of his history? I think that the media should be more respectful at this time. A lot of clapback for Gail. People did not a lot like of backlash. This. Yeah, yeah, backlash. That's what I mean. And then she said, I've been up reading the comments about the interview I did with Lisa Leslie about Kobe Bryant. And I know that if I had only seen the clip that you saw, I'd be extremely angry with me too. I reached out to Lisa because I know that she's a longtime friend of Kobe's to talk about his legacy and their friendship. We had a really wide-ranging interview. Talked about many things. His career, his passion, his sense of humor, the way he was mentoring other people, how he was starting his next chapter. It was wide-ranging. And yes, we talked about that court case because that court case has also come up. And I wanted to get Lisa's take on it as a friend who knew him well. And I thought, It was very powerful when she looked me in the eye as a member of the media to say it's time for the media to leave it alone and to back off. During the course of the interview, I asked follow-up questions because I wanted to make sure that her position and perspective were very clear. And at the end, when she said it's time to leave it alone, I thought that was powerful. It's still, no matter where you place that question, it's poor Mm -hmm. timing. Mm -hmm. I think it's poor taste. I think it has nothing to do with who he was as a person or his legacy. And like Lisa Leslie said, if you had questions about it, you've had many years to ask him that. There you go. Mm -hmm. Coming up, our girl from the talk, Republican Cheryl Underwood, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Back up, get away from me, Cheryl Underwood. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, Steve Harvey, Steve Harvey family. I'm talking to you, Colin, talking to you, Tommy. Politics, Talk to girl, each other. give it to us. <laughs> Hold on, I got to give you something else. Hey, Junior. <laughs> What's up, honey? It's going to happen hey, in 2020. Junior. That's right, it's going to happen somewhere in 2020. <laughs> hey, Junior. Hey, I got a shout out to Eve. She's hosting the 13th Annual Essence Black Women in Hollywood Awards. We will be in the house. That is happening. Then all my friends in Lexington, Kentucky, I'll be at the Comedy Off-Broadway Club with Mike Washington. We got two shows Friday night, two shows Saturday night. But wait, 
There's more. I be at the Walmart on uh, 4051 Nicholasville Road in Lexington, Lexington, Kentucky. Saturday, February 8th at 10, from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Holler at your girl. Then I'm going to bounce all over to the club comedy off Broadway in Lexington. Get your tickets. I will be cussing and acting crazy because Junior needs a Valentine gift that shows the appreciation for my love. But first, before I get back to Junior, did y'all see what happened at the uh, Iowa? Yeah. Man, listen, hold on. I'm going to break it down for you. Everybody like, oh, Joe Biden, he came in fourth. First of all, that ain't the story because Joe Biden knew he wasn't going to do good in Iowa. He already knew that, so he was braced for it. The story is Bernie Sanders came in second to Gucci Gang. The Gucci Gang boy is the winner. <laughs> and see, everybody didn't believe Gucci Gang. <laughs> then yeah. Bernie Sanders came in second. Elizabeth Warren, I'm a substitute teacher, and I sound like that. That's why I can't be president. Elizabeth Warren came in I'm a third. Joe Biden, the eagle on the Muppet Show, came in fourth. <laughs> Klobuchar got a, got a problem about the brother that's on death row. Then, uh, what's the boy, uh, Andrew Yang? Uh, mm-hmm. I think he was like him down there and Staya. So what they need to do is get together and go, listen, I'm going to give all my votes over here. But it ain't over. What does this mean? It means it's not a lot of us in Iowa, not a lot of us in New Hampshire, but we got to go out and get involved in this primary system so you can pick somebody to beat Trump. Oh, snap. Oh, my bad. Junior, did you watch? Did you watch? What did you think about it? Did you you think it was unusual that Trump seemed to know where all these black people was? (laughs) State of the Union speech. Oh, y'all, you stated the union? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It finally quite quite odd that every time one stood up, he was looking directly at him. (laughs) Listen, but the Tuskegee Airmen, I will say this. He was, he's a monumental figure. He's one of the one of the few living Tuskegee mm-hmm. Airmen. He's mm-hmm. 100 plus years old. So we got to respect this brother. And I think he was only there because of the office of the president of the United States. I don't really think he rolling with Trump like that. You no, know what I'm saying? No, none of them That's what are. A lot of people said. They, they just the were invited. Mm-hmm. The dude yeah. that was suffering, the war veteran that was suffering from yeah. post uh, traumatic stress. Yeah. <laughs> He looked uncomfortable. Even when he pointed out the senator from North Carolina, the black dude, yeah. who Woo. gets on my nerves a little bit, because he was talking to uh, yesterday on CNN about why he acquitted the president. Well, hey, give it up to Mitt Romney, though. Mitt Romney yeah. was no yeah. joke. Yeah. Mitt yeah. Romney say, Domino, I'm voting no. I was like, damn, Mitt Romney. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm with Mitt Romney right now. But wait a minute. The, the, but I did tear up when the uh, soldier came home. The wife didn't know that the soldier was home. Right. And he mm-hmm. walked down yeah. there. I teared up on that one. I teared yeah. up. And then I felt I felt played because I felt like it was a setup. Like it ain't had to happen. Trump needs to stop playing with the military too. But if you want him out and Pence got to go with him and no neck uh, McConnell got to go with he him, I'm say something bad. But I like when Nancy Pelosi tore up the script she and really said it's yeah, over. She, well, she looked like Denzel I, in glory. I, I never, I never saw, I never saw, I kept, 
I kept waiting, you know, they kept showing them where he where he shunned her to handshake. handshake. But sure I never did. saw her tear the paper. Oh, yeah. She tore oh, it that it saw it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, listen. Thank you, Cheryl, as always. We'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning it's Show. That's coming up. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In today's entertainment news, believe it or not, Kim Kardashian wants to lose almost 20 pounds before her 40th birthday. Uh, that's coming up uh, this year, this fall. Uh, to do that, she'll be giving up meat. Good mm. for her. In other entertainment news, mm. congratulations to our girl, Viola Davis. She will play our forever first lady, Michelle Obama. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. On a Showtime series called First, La- first Ladies, and finally, in entertainment news, some sad news out of Holo- uh, out of uh, Hollywood. Michael Douglas's father, um, legendary actor Kirk Douglas, yeah. passed away yesterday. Really? Oh man! Yeah, well, hold he up, was Tommy. 103. At one hundred and three. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. God bless. One hundred and three years old. Can't <laughs> mad at that one, baby. Man, no, can't mad that's at that one. Ride hey, right there. That's yeah. the full run plus two bonus laps. That's how you check out, right yeah, there. Man. 103. 103. Mm-hmm. Woo! Yeah. That's what you yeah, call a celebration. Legacy leaving behind. Yeah, oh, legend. And we love Michael Douglas. Come I mean, on. He's yeah. given us some iconic films. Yeah. <laughs> boy, that dog don't fail attraction, boy. Oh. <laughs> Dan. <laughs> Michael Douglas was Dan. <laughs> Basic instinct. Well, you yeah. weren't taking my yeah. calls. What did you yeah. expect me to do? <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. But um, anyway, rest yeah. in peace. Our condolences to the family, of course, to the Douglas family. We'll come right back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show and some trending news at 33 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Gail King, of course, from CBS This Morning. She just interviewed WNBA legend Lisa Leslie about her very good friend, her very close friend, Kobe Bryant. And she was asking about um, his legacy and about, you know, old charges against him. Anyway, take a listen. It's been said that his legacy is complicated because of a sexual assault charge, which was dismissed in 2003, 2004. Is it complicated for you as a woman, as a WNBA player? It's not complicated for me at all. Even if there's a few times that we've been at a club at the same time, Kobe's not the kind of guy, never been like, you know, please go get that girl or tell her or send her this. I have other NBA friends that are like that. Mm-hmm. Kobe's, he, he was never like that. I just never see, have ever seen him being the kind of person that would be, do something to violate a woman or be aggressive in that way. I, that's just not the person that I know. But Lisa, you wouldn't see it though. As his friend, you wouldn't see it. And that's possible. Mm-hmm. I just, it's just, I just don't, I just don't believe that. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying things didn't happen. Mm-hmm. I just don't believe that things didn't happen with force. Is it even a fair question to talk about it, considering he's no longer with us and that it was resolved? Or is it really part of his history? I think that the media should be more respectful at this time. A lot of clapback for Gail. People did not like this. A lot of backlash. Yeah, Yeah. backlash. That's what I mean. And then she said... I've been up reading the comments about the interview I did with Lisa Leslie about Kobe Bryant. And I know that if I had only seen the clip that you saw, I'd be extremely angry with me too. I reached out to Lisa because I know that she's a longtime friend of Kobe's to talk about his legacy and their friendship. We had a really 
wide-ranging interview, talked about many things, his career, his passion, his sense of humor, the way he was mentoring other people, how he was starting his next chapter. It was wide-ranging. And yes, we talked about that court case because that court case has also come up. And I wanted to get Lisa's take on it as a friend who knew him well. And I thought it was very powerful when she looked me in the eye as a member of the media to say it's time for the media to leave it alone and to back off. During the course of the interview, I asked follow-up questions because I wanted to make sure that her position and perspective were very clear. And at the end, when she said it's time for to leave it alone, I thought that was powerful. It's still, no matter where you place that question, it's poor mm-hmm. timing. Mm-hmm. I think it's poor taste. I think it has yeah. nothing to do with who he was as a person or and his like legacy. And like Lisa Leslie I mean, said, if you had questions about it, you've had many years to ask him that. There you years. go. Mm-hmm. When a person has passed and then you hear people come out years later mm-hmm. slamming this person, I'm always a little curious of the motive. I get real curious when people do that. All right, coming up, our last break of the day, and then we'll have some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey at 49 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. This is our last break of the day, people. It's been a good it's day. It's the last break day. of the day. There you go, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Strawberry letter was yeah. my favorite today. <laughs> A young man that was struggling with this woman who was wanted to be an exhibitionist sexually public places, and he couldn't handle it. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, uh, I got I got something I want to share with you all today. Okay. Um, you know, today when I woke up this morning, I had um because it was Super Bowl weekend and we were in Miami. I didn't do my usual meditation every morning. And I missed about three days in a row of my early morning meditation. I always get up. It's something I've been doing for a little while now. I started it last uh, summer. And I very rarely miss a day. I've been very, very happy about that. But the benefit of it is it gives me a, a moment alone before the hectic part of the day begins and before the phone starts ringing and before I, you know, I used to wake up and look at my emails and my texts and get started. And I stopped doing that. And uh, it has been a big refresher for me and my life because I just felt like I was starting my day wrong. I needed to have some spirituality brought into my life first thing in the morning. And I found that ever since this summer, that's been a very, very important aspect. It's been very calming for me it has been very um, very invigorating. It has helped me change the way a lot of my days start. But that alone time that I spend having my spiritual moment uh, with my creator is the way I've chosen to do it. I wanna tell you all something. If you haven't tried that, give it a try. Uh, it's something about the early morning hours before you start hearing traffic and before you turn the TV on or answer emails or texts. It's something about the quiet of early morning before the house starts moving around and plates clanging and stuff like that and doors shutting. It's an amazing time to get in touch with your spirituality. And I suggest just give it a try. You know, uh, it 
It may not be for you. It it may not. I don't I don't know you. Uh, but it happens a lot. I was reading a scripture once, uh, doing this thing, and it and it and it was saying, and I'm paraphrasing it because the show ain't what it said exactly. But I will come with you in the early mornings and hear your cry. And so it has been very beneficial to me. And this morning in particular, after spending about three days not doing it, today I sat down and all I did in my journal, uh, cause I have a Bible, I have a daily devotional, I have a journal. All I did in my journal this morning was I began to write out everything I could think of that I wanted to thank him for. I just put a list of things I was grateful for. And the next thing I know, I had filled up two pages. I mean, two complete pages in my journal. You know, now it's not a piece of notebook paper, you know, that go on a three ring binder, but it's, it's a substantial piece of paper. And I filled it up because I was just, I couldn't stop writing. And I was writing everything. I thanked him for safe passage in the airways. I thanked him for my children's health. I thanked him for guidance. I started thanking him for everything that he's done for me that I pray about and the things that I that he's done for me that I don't pray about. I thank him for my breath. I thanked him for my measure of health. I thanked him for being able to have a lifestyle beyond my dreams. I was thanking him for uh, the ability to dress myself. I was thanking him for uh, going to the Super Bowl, for having a successful NFL honors, uh, for meeting people, uh, for taking on the mantra of 2020, 2020 of no complaints. I just decided in 2020 I didn't want to complain. So I, I've cut back on that. I haven't stopped completely. You know, I catch myself every now and then. But I've been so far, I've cut down on complaining drastically. And I thanked him for that because instead of complaining, whenever I feel like I want to complain about something, I find a way to be grateful. I find something to be grateful for. So I've, I've replaced complaining with gratitude. Wow. Wow. What a game changer. What an amazing mental state that puts you in. If you could exchange complaining for gratitude, gratitude is a very, very uh, underrated principle of success. Not many people talk about it, but the more grateful you are, the more things God will give you to be grateful for. The more grateful you are, the more things God God will give to you to be grateful for. That's a fact. That's a fact. And so I'm suggesting to everybody, get up a little bit earlier and spend 20 minutes, 15 minutes. Let's start there. The more you could do, the better. But if you could start with 10 quiet minutes with just you and you and God, and I don't care what faith you're in, just you and God, just spend some time talking with him, thanking him, telling him what you want, telling him what you need, asking for the help that you want. But tell him you love him and tell him, you, and, and tell him you're trying to get it right and you need some help and, 
and tell him what you want and thank him. It's an amazing way to start your day. Just give it a thought, y'all. That's all. Those are my closing remarks. Um, y'all have a great weekend. All right. Cool. Y'all all have right, a great man. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 